By the time you're listening to this episode, one of two things is probably happening right about now. One, I'm probably getting drunk while vacationing in Jeju with my family, probably on the beach somewhere. Or two, I'm probably getting my ass chewed out by my wife for being drunk while on vacation in Jeju, instead of helping her take care of the kids. I'm thinking the latter is the winner. With that being said, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of All Dad Jazz. My name is Giovanni, your host. As I mentioned last episode, I am currently on vacation with my parents and my family. And I kind of just wanted to let that be the focus of today's episode. More specifically, I want to talk about um, my previous family vacations while living abroad in Korea, especially as a father of two and how much of a handful uh, that can be in itself. So without further ado, let's get the episode started. So to kind of recap my whole life situation, my family and I had returned back to South Korea at the beginning of 2020. This is, again, right during the the epicenter of COVID kicking off and South Korea just increasing in numbers well into the tens of thousands of uh, cases. So as you can imagine, at that time, just traveling outside the country was just not a possibility like at all. Everything was just being closed down and they not that they, they closed the border or anything, but nobody was just going to take the risk and flying because there was just way too many regulations um, put on everyone to do that. So that in itself was just a headache. Um, but at the time that we moved back, uh, my wife and I, we just had our, our daughter at the time. Well, not just had. We didn't conceive her right then and there, but she was only two years old. She had just turned two years old. Excuse me. No, she had just turned uh, one years old, just a little over a year old. And... Um, for the most part, for our summer vacations, we just either kept it local or we just headed to the coast. The coast, again, is near uh, Gangneung or Sokcho, is our two uh, favorite spots that we like to frequent. And that's only, I want to say, about maybe a couple hours drive, three, three, four hours at best, depending on the time of day that you leave. And so I think within the first year, just in 2020 alone, we just tried to go out as much as we could. I mean, despite, you know, the COVID case everywhere, we just try to kind of make the best of it. We didn't really let, like, the fear really get to us. As I mentioned before, my wife was just very fearless. She didn't really give much thought about COVID. She wasn't really as paranoid as I was. I was kind of like the mask freak, like, oh, we should go out. We shouldn't be near any people. I mean, the plus side of it all, you know, obviously in during the, the early stages of the pandemic was that the, the Korean government, I felt, handled it very well. We didn't really have to go into shutdown as much as I really would have liked to. Uh, you know, everything was still kind of open, but it was just empty. It was just a, a ghost town wherever you you were, and it was just really different. If we did go to the beach, everything was just kind of taped off. You had to wear a mask the entire time. You had to get your, your temperature checked. You had to get like this little sticker placed on your hand that changed color if you, if you had a fever. But all that just was just kind of useless because anytime you went in the water, it would just float away anyway. You know, if anything, you're just littering the ocean. Um, so... That's what they tried to do, you know, to kind of regulate it. But there were like certain times and curfews that you could go to the beach. It was just just, just a real like a joy kill. You couldn't really enjoy it. It just kind of felt like, wow, like we had just moved back to Korea. 
here I thought we were going to be traveling everywhere since we're so close like Southeast Asia and neighboring countries. We could just hop on a plane, but that clearly just wasn't the case um, again in 2020. Now let's fast forward uh, a year later. Um, we had just uh, came back from, I believe it was Sokcho because this is what, 2021? We had like the worst, So Young and I had like the worst like sunburns ever because in Sokcho we just went out to the water um, even though we still had the masks on and they were regulating everything, we just said, the hell with it. This is just the pandemic. We're going to live like this for a couple of years now. So we just kind of just went all out, stayed out at the beach for like hours upon hours. We thought we put sunscreen on us. Clearly we didn't because we were just as red as lobsters, like to the, to the touch. Whether if you're just drying yourself off with a towel or taking a shower, it was like that stinging kind of burning sensation that just made us so damn miserable. And uh, that was, yeah, that was, that was a, a terrible summer like every summer that led after that like we always make sure all right don't stay in the sun that long put on a whole shitload of uh, suntan lotion and just really just be safe because god forbid we had like skin cancer or something like that we we really just kind of were careless at the time but last summer was actually like probably one of the happiest summers because now this was the first time that we actually had two kids right giano at the time was only i want to say about three months Maybe he probably just turned three months at the time because we just celebrated his 100 days. So in the Korean culture, when a baby is born, they celebrate their 100 days, which is called their bekil, which kind of signifies that, oh, they made it um, past a certain you know, age. Because I guess back in the day, uh, infant mortality was kind of pretty high. So if a baby made 100 days, it was like a celebratory moment. So, I mean, nowadays with modern medicine stuff, we don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. But it's just a really good time to dress the kids up in their traditional hanbok and invite friends and families for, you know, music, food, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, so Jana was only three months. And we went to the coast once more. We stayed in the Gangneung area. The pension that we stayed at was actually just right across the street from the beach so it was actually really nice because from our window you can just smell like the salty air we had a beautiful view and again i think because covid was kind of dying down a lot more people were traveling you know outside of the country more it wasn't that populated right the beach we had it all to ourselves at least at, at near our pension it was kind of like a private beach if anything it was just like our family as much space we bring out a tent again to avoid the sun and sunburns and it was just a really nice getaway. Now, So Young and I, we were kind of nervous because we thought to ourselves, gosh, two kids, like, how the hell are we going to do this? Is it going to be as easy as we thought it would be? You know, because we knew, you know, having a kid, we could totally handle two. Um, I think the first night, it was it was pretty tough. I remember this, actually. It was really tough because we had just, uh, we were at the beach all morning. In the afternoon, we came back, we showered, we had the kids take their naps. And then we went over to grab dinner. And as we were having dinner, I guess that's when the kids started to kind of wake up and they were just, just all over the place. It was one of those restaurants where you're like sitting down, you sit down on the floor, you remove your shoes, and uh, which is it's fine. It was fine for Gianno because we know we could just lay him down, take a nap. But that kid uh, did not want to sleep. And as a result, him and Sophie were just kind of just running around the restaurant. So Young and I were just like sweating because it was just like so hot and humid outside. And they didn't have AC on inside. So we were kind of getting irritated because we couldn't really eat our food. And we had these kids running around all over the place. And I just thought at the end of it, like, to hell with it. Let them run around. I'm exhausted. So um, my wife decided to call in the reinforcements by reaching out to uh, her parents, you know, my in-laws, and asking if they wanted to join us for the remainder of the vacation. Because we just, it was just, it was a lot for us. You know, it was a learning experience. But uh, lucky for us, my in-laws did come out. They were there, I think, uh, the following morning. 
and they stayed with us. Our pension was was big enough. I mean, there was six of us total, but our room was again had a beautiful view of the ocean. It was like a it was an undul style, so it didn't have like beds or anything. They have like the blankets on the floor, so we just throw blankets on the floor. We blasted the AC. There was a divider between the the main sleeping area and the kitchen, which was like huge. So my in laws slept in there, um, but it was really fun. It was fun because you know. We got to like drive along the coast, eat like the freshest seafood. Um, my wife and I were able, you know, to eat while you know my in-laws were able to watch the kids, and it was just it was the best you know vacation and experience we had um, with two kids. One kid we could totally handle, Sophie. It was fun, but two kids, like, oof! If you're starting to have like a, a planning to have a, a bigger family, that's definitely a, a challenge you might uh, see yourself overcoming. Now, if you have multiple kids, two, three kids, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, that's fatherhood, isn't it? This summer vacation, I'm hoping whatever I'm doing, we're having a jolly time, especially with my parents being there. I hope my kids are, are really getting to bond with my parents. It's, it's really tough being so far away from you, you know your grandkids. I can only imagine. God knows that once I'm that age, and if my children decide to have you know kids of their own. I couldn't imagine them living on the other side of the world. I know I would have to be like right then and there. So I know this is just going to be a joyous moment uh, for my parents, most definitely. And to kind of just uh, draw to a conclusion, I guess I'll, I'll add this. Summers, they they come and go. And I just recently heard on a, a different podcast I like to listen to, um, the host was actually talking about summers. And that when kids are growing up, you only have... A short amount of time with them. There are only so many summers, right? Think about a child when they're first born. You usually typically about 18 years with them. Well, that's 18 summers of growing up with your kids. Of those 18 summers, you're lucky to get about maybe six or seven good summers with them because from the ages of like zero to about four, they're kind of, you know, the kids are in autopilot mode. They don't really have any memories of what's kind of going on. It's usually after like four or five years old, then they kind of start remembering things, putting two and two together, and they can kind of cherish those moments that they have with you. And then once they get about maybe 12, 13 years old, and they don't really want to hang out with parents anymore, right? They just want to hang out with their, their friends, and they're, they're really home. And so when I heard that, I thought, my God, time is just much more precious than I thought it would be, especially if I only have just a, maybe a decade or so of summers left with my kids. Because I tell you, now that you know Sophie's going to be turning five this year, it's it's a lot. It really... Time really flies, but uh, at least with, you know, Gianno, we have just a couple more years in our back pocket to kind of savor and cherish. So overall, I thought that that was just a very good insight. thought I would just pass it on to all of you, something that you can kind of ponder and take with you next time, you know, you're playing with your children or you're spending a summer holiday somewhere. You kind of just reflect that time is precious and we don't want to let it um, slip between our fingers while we still have it in our grasp now here in the present. That's just kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Again, if you're joining me for episode number four this week, I, I do thank you for listening in. I will be returning the following week, and I'm sure I will have a nice recap of all the fun that my family and I had on Jeju Island. So in conclusion, please go ahead and uh, reach out to me via Facebook or Instagram. If you want to follow my link tree to access those social websites, please, by all means, go right ahead. I always provide the link um, in each episode description. 
head over to my YouTube channel where I upload all of my podcast episodes. Uh, like them, subscribe them. It helps me in the long run. And have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.